The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hi, this is Andrew Van Fieren, and you listen to The Daily Witness, and this message is called How to Receive from God. Now, this is a very important message, and when you listen to this message, I really want you to pay attention because this can change your life forever if you let it. So let's get into a word of prayer and we can jump into today's Bible lesson. Father, we come before you in the precious holy name of Jesus. Lord, I want to thank you for giving me this message to share with your people. Lord, I'm open to receive from you. And Lord, I'm asking you, Lord, to open the ears and the hearts of everyone listening to this podcast, Lord, because this is something they need to know. Lord, this is something that's going to be such a great blessing to them, to them and their families, Lord, and to everyone around them in all their circles. So, Lord, use me today to get this message through to your people. Lord, we love you and we praise you for everything you have done for us. In the precious holy name of Jesus. Amen. So, I mentioned this before. You know, I've been to many different churches uh, growing up. And the reason for that was because, you know, we went to different schools. You know, something that I've noticed all through my life, uh, you don't hear Christians in general talking about trusting God for things. And when I say for things, it can be anything. Even when it comes down to direction, you don't hear Christians seeking the Lord on direction. You don't hear Christians praying divine protection. You don't hear Christians like using their faith to walk in the love of God. Like you just don't hear these things. And that is really concerning because the Bible says, and there's three different scriptures basically saying the same thing, that the just shall live by faith. Uh, Jesus said, when he returns, is he going to find faith? You know, is it going to? And he said that, and it's, it comes across like, no, you're not going to find faith. And you can see that right now. The world is slowly coming to an end. We are living in the last days. And you can read that for yourself in Matthew chapter 24. Jesus talks about identifying the season of his return. And if you read everything what Jesus quoted, all these points that Jesus quoted, those things are happening right now around the world. So, yes, uh, these are the last days. But uh, I'm not saying, you know, Jesus is coming back on this certain date. No, no, no. Uh, Jesus said, no man knows the day or hour, only the Father. And, you know, for Jesus to say that, guess what? I believe him. You know, I believe that no one knows the day of Jesus' return except the Father. But Jesus did tell us how to identify the season of his return. So the world is coming to an end. And you can see the Christians aren't using their faith. Christians are acting just like the world does. You know, if they want a house, they go to the bank and apply for a home loan. You know, if they want a car, they get a car on credit or they save up for an old second-hand car. And, you know, if they want a spouse, they go out there and they do the joining themselves. Christians in general are not using their faith. That's why Jesus said when he returns, is he going to find faith? Is he going to? And you know what? For him to say that, you can see the condition of the church in general. And when I say church, I'm talking about the body of Christ. I'm talking about 
Christians in general, they're not living the faith life. They're not walking in kingdom principles. You know, when Jesus was on the earth, there was nothing ordinary about him. He used his faith all the time. He used his faith all the time. You know, people were raised from the dead. Demons were cast out. He fed people supernaturally. And he did that more than once. He pulled people into their callings. He walked on water. He spoke to the storm and it just stopped. He did all these things. And Christians these days aren't doing any of that. And Jesus said that we're going to do greater things than the things he did. Well, we're supposed to be. But uh, you can see that's not really happening. You know, there's a lot of churches around the world that they're in ministry for the wrong reasons. You know, um, there, there are people out there that step into ministry just for the money. You know, so the body of Christ in general is not in a healthy shape. Uh, Christians are so divided. And like I said, when I first started this podcast, you know, you don't hear Christians talking about faith. You don't hear uh, Christians coming together and saying, guess what, man, I'm believing God for this and that. And uh, the Lord blessed me with this. And there's no testimonies, you know, but everyone wants to preach. And can I tell you something? Faith is a very exciting topic because when we use our faith, we are getting our Heavenly Father involved in our lives. Okay, we getting our Heavenly Father on the scene. We go into him to meet our needs. He is the source of every blessing. You know, like the Jews refer to him as the blessed one. Every blessing comes from him. And, you know, we can only go so far in life. But guess what? When we get him involved, we can go to the finish line. We can get the victory every single time if we put our faith in him. There's Christians all around the world struggling in different areas. Some Christians are struggling with a lot of things. There's other Christians that's only struggling in one or two areas. You know, um, everyone is different. But can I tell you something? Christians need to start using their faith. They need to start walking in these things. You know, because I remember Jesus speaking to this one minister a few years ago. And he said, things in the last days are going to get worse and worse. And the only way my people are going to learn to overcome all that is if they walk in faith. You know, you've got to learn how to use your faith. Because there's times where we are kind of like backed up against the Red Sea and our situations are closing in on us and Satan is smiling and rubbing his hands together and he's saying, I got you now. I got you now. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And at that time, we need to learn to start stepping out in faith and getting God on the scene. He's our Heavenly Father. He loves us. He's got all the provision for us. There's nothing he won't do for you. I mean, he sacrificed his own precious son for each and every one of us. You know, what is direction? What is divine protection compared to Jesus? Jesus is God's gift to the world. And I love Jesus. I appreciate what the Father has done for us, even though we did not deserve it. That's how much he wants to be part of our lives. And Christians are not letting him be part of our lives. They're not letting him be a father to us. You know, in the natural, I always say this, I have been blessed with amazing parents. And there's nothing my parents won't do for me. You know, I've got great parents. Christians, they're loving, they're faithful. They're just full of love. And anyone that comes into our house, they just love them. That is who my parents are. And you know what? Our Heavenly Father is like that even more, you know, because the Bible says all fatherhood came out of him. Now, if I have been blessed with such great parents, and I have been, and God gets all the glory for that, how much better is my heavenly father? So he wants to be part of our lives. He wants to meet our every need. And uh, like I said, um, there's a lot of different areas in life. 
Some people are struggling with sickness or disease. Some people aren't safe where they live. Um, other people need a house or accommodation. Some people need a car. Some people need a job. Some people need to find love. Some people need friends. You know, uh, some people need a promotion. Whatever you trust in God for, God can make it happen. But you've got to pull him into your situation. He can't just bust into your life and just do what he wants to do when he has given us all the authority. And he has given us all the authority. It is up to us to get him involved. And we do that with our faith. Like, can I be honest with you? People are getting the devil involved in their lives all the time by releasing fear in him. When a person is afraid of something, they are releasing their twisted faith in Satan's ability to do harm to them. But when you release your faith in God, you're releasing your faith in God's ability to manifest his goodness in your life. Because faith and fear, they reciprocal forces. Fear will connect you to the devil. Faith will connect you to God. So um, I just want to read something to you. And I'm, I want to discuss it in some detail. Uh, listen to this. I always say this. And I know you've heard me say this. If you want to learn about faith, you've got to go to the Gospels and see what Jesus had to say about faith. Because Jesus is the great master of faith. He used his faith every day, every single day. And he got perfect results. He got heavenly results every day. Man, God was on the scene with him. So listen to this. Jesus is talking about faith in Mark chapter 11. And I want to read from verse 22 to 24. And uh, you might know the scripture. And if you do, and if you're very familiar with the scripture, you can never stop learning about the kingdom of God. Um, because every scripture, there's different levels of revelation. And if you say, oh, no, Brother Andrew, I know that scripture. You are closing yourself off to hearing from the Lord. Don't do that. Don't do this. This can change your life. The word of God can change your life. Listen to this with open ears. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. Verse 23, it says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So verse 23 is talking about using the power of your words. Uh, now verse 24, now listen to this, it says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever he desire, when he pray, believe that he receive them, and he shall have them. I just want to throw this in about verse 23, like I mentioned a moment ago. Verse 23 deals with the power of words. And a lot of people are in, and I'm talking about Christians here, a lot of Christians are in trouble all the time because of their mouth. Their mouth gets them into trouble. You know, if you keep speaking the curse, you're going to keep getting the curse. Simple as that. You know, if you keep speaking the blessing, you're going to start walking in the blessing. You know, when I started trusting God for things, um, and we are supposed to. You know, Jesus said, we are ordained to bear fruit. Now, Jesus said that. You can't argue with me. I'm just saying what Jesus said. You know, we are ordained to bear fruit. You know, um, let me say this. God is a heavenly father. He is love. All fatherhood comes from him. He is a good God. And he wants to look after his kids. And he does. And uh, I know some people don't like hearing that. Well, guess what? Then sow your Bible to someone else that will actually read it. Sow your Bible to someone that actually loves the word, that actually makes God's word their final authority. Because what I'm preaching is from the written word of God. And for a Christian to go against the word, that just tells me that they are so far away from God. But, uh, you know, these things that I'm mentioning to you is actually from the word. We are ordained to bear fruit. That's what Jesus said. 
And uh, when I started believing God for different things, I would use my mouth. I would use my mouth. Uh, and I mentioned this before, when I first got born again, I started using my faith in small areas. I started believing God for airtime. I believed God for clothes. believed God for a brand new debt-free name brand camera phone. And I was blessed with that. Those were my exact words that I would speak all the time. I've got a brand new debt-free name brand camera phone. And I got a very expensive camera phone. Back then, in the early, early 2000s, camera phones were still fairly new. And I, I was blessed with a brand new Samsung camera phone it was a flip case electronic flip case and that phone back then it was about 2700 and this is when i first started working and uh i wasn't getting 2700 a month but i'm walking around with an expensive camera phone a name brand camera phone and that phone was beautiful it would turn heads and you know what god would get the glory for that phone he's the one that gave me that phone so i started using my faith and for me to start using my faith, I was using my mouth all the time. And then I started believing for slightly bigger things. You know, I started believing for furniture, believed for a computer, believed for an iPhone. I went over to iPhone. Um, I believed for a beautiful uh, chest of drawers. And for me to harvest, I was using my mouth all the time. But uh, this is what I really wanted to speak about. This is verse 24. And I'm going to read it again. It says, therefore, I say unto you what things over he desire. When he pray, believe that he receive them and he shall have them. I'm going to say that again. Believe that he receive them and he shall have them. So this is what I want to say. Two things. Number one, you've got to believe you receive it first before you have it. Like, yes, it's ours already and it's ours in the spirit realm. But you've got to start believing that you receive it in your natural realm. Okay. Like when I was believing God for my chest of drawers, I found a place in my room. I cleaned that spot and I put masking tape on the floor and when I did that I never walked in that spot ever again and I would walk past uh, that place and I would pretend to run my hands over my chest of drawers and I'd thank the Lord for my chest of drawers and I would speak it and in two months time I was blessed with a debt-free chest of drawers and the way it came it was really supernatural God gets the glory for that but what am I saying I believed I received it first before I got it you know we don't start believing when the thing shows up because then you don't need faith you know, then you're just like the rest of the world. The world says uh, seeing is believing, but in the kingdom, believing is seen. Now, um, second thing I wanted to mention is you've got to remain faithful to what God says. So if whatever you believe in God for, if you believe in God for healing, if you believe in God for financial increase, if you believe in God for direction, uh, divine protection, whatever you trust in God for, you have to remain committed to that. You know, the Bible talks about a double-minded man is unstable in all these ways and that he mustn't expect to receive anything from the Lord. You know, when you start believing God for something, when you start, write that date down somewhere. You know, I'm giving you some great tips here. Write that date down somewhere and make a quality decision that from that date, you are putting God's word first and you have whatever you trust in God for. Whether it is for, you know, healing, wholeness, uh, divine protection, uh, direction, whatever you're trusting God for. Write down that date and never look back. And then coupled with that, you got to act out on what you believe. you got to start acting like you have that thing already. And I remember years ago um, concerning my divine healing, I was seeking the Lord a lot about it. And uh, during that time, the Lord was teaching me so much because he's so good. He's such a good father. He wanted me to receive my healing. And I remember him showing me this, that receiving from him, it's kind of like buying something online. 
And I know you heard this testimony, but uh, it's so good because he gave me this example. And uh, it's so good that I can repeat it. Praise God. He said, when you buy something online, you know, you go to whatever website you buy things from and you select your product and you go to checkout and you put in your card details and that money comes off your account. Legally, that product is yours. You don't see it before you. It's not by you yet, but it legally belongs to you. And guess what? It is on its way. You might not have it there by you, but legally it belongs to you. I remember, you know, the reason why the Lord spoke to me about that, because prior to that, I bought a couple of DVDs from this one online store. And uh, the minute I purchased it, I remember telling everyone, I said, guess what movies I bought? And I would go down the list and I was excited about it. Came into my bedroom and uh, I had this nice TV that uh, I bought and I was looking for the right place to put my new DVDs, even though I didn't have it by me. It still had to be delivered. It wasn't even packed yet, but I was acting like I already had it. And uh, I think it came within the next three or four days or whatever. But during that time, I had it already. I acted like I had it. I knew where it was going to go. I told everyone about it. It was some good movies. And that's how we have to be in faith. You know, when we trust in God for something, we got to act like we already have it. We got to do those things in the natural. We got to show the Lord our faith. Remember those guys that let down their friends through the roof? The Bible says, and Jesus saw their faith. If Jesus cannot see your faith, guess what? Your faith isn't alive. The Bible talks about, in, you can see this for yourself, in James chapter 2, that faith without works or actions is dead, being alone. You know, your faith has to be coupled with works. You have to show the Lord something. You've got to show the Lord. You've got to say to the Lord, Lord, I believe you so much that I'm making provision right now for that thing that I'm trusting you for. If you believe in God for a car, yes, the Lord blesses people with cars. If you are believing God for a car, you've got to find a place where to park the car. You've got to clean that spot up. You've got to go buy yourself a sun visor for that car. You can buy yourself a keyring. You know, every time you pray divine protection, include your car. You've got to go around thanking the Lord for your car. You know, there's a lot of ways in which you can release your faith via your works. Lots of ways in multiple areas. But the key is, you know, you've got to receive it in your natural before you get it. Because those that don't receive it in the natural, they never end up getting it. You know, but those that act out on what they believe and those that remain faithful to God's word. If God says, by his stripes you healed, then you've got to remain faithful to that. And you just got to keep receiving your healing. You've got to keep thanking God for it. You've got to keep making plans about the things you can do now that you're healed. You know, but the whole thing is, man, the whole thing is you've got to believe that you receive it first before you get it. And you have to remain faithful. You've got to remain faithful to it. I just want to tell you this. It took me um, just over about two years to receive my healing. And it wasn't the Lord holding my healing back. In those two years, I was learning to receive. And it took me that long because I didn't have anyone in my life to go to and lead me. I had to do everything on my own and with the Holy Spirit. I had to, the Holy Spirit was leading me step by step. And I had to learn about the power of words. I had to learn about the finished work of Jesus Christ. I had to learn about praise. I had to learn about patience. I had to learn about the integrity of God's word. I had to learn about faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I had to learn about the importance of having a revelation that you already healed. I had to learn what a revelation was. So there was a lot of different things that I learned over that span of two years. But 
All in all, I learned how to receive. I learned how to hold fast to the confession of my faith. I hope that this message blessed you. I hope you see more into it. I hope that you fired up about believing God for something. You know, and I do encourage you to do that. You know, um, go to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to start using my faith. I want to start getting you involved in my life. Show me what to believe for. And uh, if you follow those two basic principles, you too can walk in the supernatural. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.